Oh, I did that like right at the right time. Yeah, too. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. Ah. Yeah. And welcome back to the For Film Slate Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Sheehan. I'm here with Chris Lucky and Lauren Malilani Kalukag is back, bitches. <laughs> Who you, you have a middle name? Yeah. Have you have you not known this? No, I mean that's never been announced. I've never heard that. What, what was that? It's always Lauren Kalukag. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was that middle part? Maylilani. Maylilani. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Maylilani. All right. Yeah, My brother's stepdaughter is called Leilani. Leilani. Yeah. So that mm. that's, that's like heavenly flower, I think. Yeah. And then really? yeah, because so May is beautiful in Chinese, and then Leilani is like heavenly flower in. Mm. I guess Hawaiian. Right. <laughs> I may be getting the beautiful and heavenly mixed up, but okay. either way, yeah, that's my my parents just Mercedes shoved yeah. different languages together to make my middle name. That's well, cute as fuck. Well, your nice. your shirt kind of matches your middle name. It's very colorful and vibrant. That's what, what kind of shirt is that? It looks Hawaiian, like you were talking about almost. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's like a Hawaiian shirt. It was my grandma's favorite thing to wear until she died. Oh, 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 oh. Um, all right, breaking, breaking news. Yeah, yeah. No, but I gotta tell you, your grandma had bitching style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Apparently, like she 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 was always a fashionista. Right. And <laughs> let me tell you. Definitely got that shit from her. <laughs> you follow me on Instagram, you're going to see have, how do, swaggy I can be. No. But. You, you do have very good fashion sense, though. Thanks, yeah, Brian, for affirming right. that for me. It's all right. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's Whatever, Chris. Says the man who right. wears, like, uh, what are those, well, tank tops uh, and basketball shorts? She almost shorts? called it that. She almost called it the other thing. Yeah, I did. I almost did. I was just like, well, it, it's 2018. Can I still say that? Can't even say like, that anymore. No. A-shirts is what we're calling A-shirt, them now. Okay. A-shirts. Fair, fair, yeah. fair, fair. How the fuck did... That must mean that so many men yeah. that were tank tops and A-shirts mm. beat their wives that yes. it became known as the wife beater. Yes. Well, what the fuck? It became known as the wife beater because there's that whole stereotype about like, you know, the deadbeat husband that was right. always mm. in his like undergarments and for men undergarments is his boxers and his undershirt. Mm. I mean, fair enough. I and traditionally true. the undershirt. I mean, it's it's yeah. a good it's a good um like indicator. It kind of lets you know what's going on. So if it's like 1960 <laughs> and um and, and your husband comes home from work, you know, he's still wearing all of his clothes, you know, it's like he had a terrible day at work, throws his brief briefcase across the room and then she's like, "Oh, wow, the He's one of his moves, you know. Let me go make himself for, for dinner. She makes a nice dinner, and she comes out, and then he's still sitting there in a regular t-shirt, you know. And then he's he eats his food, and then she's like, "Okay, everything's good. Everything's fine, you know. And everything's yeah. good." But if he so, comes out in the stand, and then, then then she she goes to the bathroom to, to put her face on real good, you know, to to set the mood very sexually for him. She comes back out, and he's in the wife beater, and she knows it's about to fucking go down. She's gonna get a formal ass whooping because he's in the the actual wife beating uniform. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> back then men cared more about their clothes than their women yeah, oh yes yes up. it doesn't seem like times have changed much i mean as, as far as this me too movement that's going on it looks like men aren't that much more considerate than we used to be men have been yeah. trash for quite a bit yeah for, for quite a bit yeah probably we can go on millennia. about that is yeah. millennia quite a bit of time yeah <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been great but you know hey question um while we're on the topic All so right. if you explicitly tell someone mm-hmm. hey i have a boyfriend yes. not interested mm-hmm. and they're like oh okay cool i understand mm-hmm. would you then the following day mm-hmm. send them a dick pic no that guy's a con and a half okay <laughs> no, actually I, I he lacks the warmth and depth of one so no, he's just an asshole there, there was a song oh. in the 90s called i got a man 
And um, the girl was like, I got a man. And the guy, what's your man got to do with me? I got a man. I'm not trying to hear that, see? And it was just like about men being very uh, aggressive yeah. with it, you know, and it's like, no, nah, you can't do that. Oh, oh, you so that. you're saying that, if, like, maybe not you and you two in particular, I'm but... I'm saying the song was saying that, yeah. Right, the song was saying that, but yeah. you're saying that there's actual proof that men don't give a fuck if you have a boyfriend or not, or some men don't give oh. a fuck, or a lot of men don't give a fuck? Yes. Because I had someone... <laughs> yeah. Who had the audacity mm -hmm. to reach out to me? Yeah, because uh, I had posted it. Okay, so I had posted a status uh, mm. after that incident with the picture happened about you know I was like fun oh, fact oh, don't pic. yeah okay. don't yeah. fucking you know send someone a dick pic after she explicitly tells you no. That doesn't when I say no, it doesn't mean I'm trying to play hard to get. Yeah try harder it means fucking no mm. i had someone message me and was just like oh well did he know you have a boyfriend yeah uh, okay that. excuse Does me first of all though? exactly mm. um why is that question relevant yeah. because at the end of the fucking day i said no that's all that should have mattered in the first place yeah but uh yeah so i just wanted to get that off my chest and just um yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and and that guy's a, a cock. Yeah. Right? No pun intended. Yeah, he's a he's an asshole. Someone says they're not interested, they're not fucking interested. Mm. Stop. It's it. unfortunately like I've been that guy yeah. for at least a good ten years. Like not currently, right? You know, you were that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, one hundred percent was. And not not in the, in the in the sense that it was like, um, hey, I'm interested. And they say, no, I have a boyfriend, and then I'm like, oh, here's my dick. You know, not like that. <laughs> but it's just like if we're um, in a one on one situation, like if I take a girl out on a first date and we have drinks and then we go back you know to like a secluded you know one-on-one -on -one situation and then she's just kind of like no 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 and then i'm like all right you know but i don't just automatically shut that part of my brain down it's still a thought you know so i'm just i don't know like there's a number of situations to where no turned into me having sex and not by force right you know or not coercion either it's just t people change their minds about things I mean, they do change their minds, I think, but it's such a dangerous, like, thin line to walk. It is. Yeah. It is. Glad you're not that guy anymore. The, the important thing is that people should fucking change. If, I mean, if, if you're not changing, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You, know, like, so, like, you know? Continual growth. But fucking... Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. But then uh, I don't want to turn this whole episode into that. So. Until like trashing. Uh, yeah. No, it's like it's fun when you come on. So I mean, it's like it's great bringing in new topics, you know, that we generally yeah. don't discuss. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, how about the whole uh, school shooting? Oh, uh, the Parkland thing. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't bring it up in the last couple of weeks that we talked. Yeah. Um, because there was still like a lot of like. It was just like still very sad mm. to yeah. talk about, yeah. Yeah. and and it's still like a super huge tragedy. But these it kids is. are fucking badasses. Man. Oh hell yeah! Like these kids are are like taking this and using it as an opportunity to challenge government yes. to change the laws. Yeah, that you know and resulted in this. They're also yeah. challenging the the stereotypes too. Yeah. I mean, they've been like continuously bashing, even though they're ten uh, technically not. Millennials, mm -hmm. they're yeah. like the generation Z after. Z or something, I think. They're Gen, Z? you're Gen Z. Yeah. Gen Z, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when do we become fucking Pokemon? When when <laughs> do we become Pokemon? Oh, yeah. Sorry, go. On. No, no, I, mean, I feel that though. It's just why do we even? But anyways, yeah, and so they they've just been finding stereotypes about just younger generations not caring about yeah. the political climate. When all along we have been, right. we just don't express it in the same way that maybe other generations have, but. Yeah. To my point, though, that's still kind of not true because if you look at protests just over the years, it's the protests, the way we do protests haven't 
changed. No, what's the, changed I think what changes is the message. Right. You right. know what I mean? And how they've been covered by, you know, mainstream media. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. when the Copernic thing happened not so long ago. Oh, Colin Kaepernick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's how you say him? Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick. When, oh. He's not. He's not an astrologist. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, <laughs> I didn't get old Capricorn. No, I get out. Right, oh, I'm no. there. I'm there. Copernicus, right? Oh shit, Copernicus. Yeah. That, is that, he's he's Copernicus. an astrologist, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Copernicus, but you yeah. pronounce the football player's name. Yes, yeah, Kaepernick, Kaepernick yeah. because uh, we're American. All right. Yeah. Okay. She, 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 that, she, that's she that's was a, there. She was there. Solid I haven't smoked. That was the quietest high five I've ever. I didn't know we could. I love it. But anyway, like when the Copernic thing happened, the, one of the biggest uh, things that happened in the media is that people were covering it in a negative way. And mm-hmm. People were just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck these people for not respecting their flag or whatever. Yeah. But what happened after the, the school shooting is that this generation got a hold of the narrative before the mainstream media got a hold of it. Yeah. So they were able to shape the narrative into the, the outreach that they wanted because they took to Twitter while yeah. the shooting was happening. They Snapchat. took to Snapchat while the shooting was happening. Yeah. They tweeted uh, about it, Instagrammed about it, Snapchatted about it, posted Facebook status about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They shared their opinion immediately mm-hmm. when they were being shut down by the mainstream media as being yeah. whiny kids yeah. Yeah. for birth, for gun control. They've been doing all sorts of things where they're taking control of the narrative. And I think this is the first time that we've seen a massive group of people using social media to to like reach out before everybody else mm. to get their narrative out of there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest sort of difference in, in the way. Yeah. Mm. The, the, like the, the school shooting kids are handling it versus like what would have happened in uh, Columbine like 10, 12 oh, years yeah. ago. Mm. Just because we didn't have that outreach method. Right. And no. now the, we're just now, I feel like, like our generation, millennials and Gen Z, uh, I've gotten to the point where they're just exhausted yeah. with the current like political system. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we're just yeah. kind of breaking down and we're just like, all right, well, we're just going to fight right. back. And like every narrative that these kids, every, like most young adult films, young adult books, young adult literature, mm-hmm. has always been about, you know, the kids rising up against yeah. like an oppressive government. Of course, yeah. And if you, and the villain has always been some corrupt political organization, something bigger than them. Mm. And then you give those and, kids. An old, like yeah. an older guy. Right. Yeah. Just, the other generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you, those kids go through something tragic and you're mm-hmm. telling them that they can't speak out about it mm-hmm. when yeah. everything that they've watched and consumed since they were five years old has yeah. been telling them that they have to fight about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to fight about it. Oh, hell yeah. Very good too, yeah. Hell yeah. So, like, that, it's just, it, it's a culture not born out of conformity anymore. I think it's people yes. wanting to express themselves and wanting to be heard in a capacity that is unlike what we've seen other generations do. I, I like that the opinions are being voiced, but I, I will also like communication. Right. You know, because it's still one person's on 180 and the other person on the other 180 and not having any type of um, actual real communication. Yeah. I mean, it's like what I'm hearing on one side is like, oh, there's there's guns and, and kids are being shot and there, there's mass murder in the United States. And the solution for that is more guns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what in the entire fuck? You know, but then the uh, the, the uprising is is like they're not saying no guns. They're saying, hey, how about we don't need um, assault rifles or assault weapons and the ability to mow down tens of hundreds of people yeah. that easily? You know, and it's like, like I said, I'm I am a, a veteran, United States uh, Air Force veteran, and I wouldn't want to take away you know people's constitutional rights to bear arms. Right. But you know, protect your home, protect your family. But do you need an assault weapon to do that? And that's you know? the thing. No one's, and and that's my problem with the narrative that the you know the conservative gun people are spinning. Yeah. It's like, oh, they want to 
to take our guns. Exactly. No, no it's nobody's not saying that. that at all. Nope. Like, bring it back a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. think about it. Okay. It's just like when they put out the ban for alcohol. They're taking mm-hmm. it to such an extreme the extreme idea that it's gonna it means no guns at all. That's mm-hmm. not what that means. Mm-hmm. Gun control means regulation, yep. better yeah. regulation. Yeah. Like it for example, so with the prohibition. They banned alcohol together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people were doing it, you know, underground and shit like that. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. you know, it came back and it just became better regulated. Yeah. So now what we want is not the ban altogether. We want to yeah. skip that altogether because we've seen in history that it that doesn't, doesn't work. work. People nope. are still going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. But let's regulate it a little bit. Yeah. Yes. You know what? And, and that's, that's immensely important. That's immensely important. And it's part of the, the communication that's going misaligned because mm-hmm. Kid, like these kids are actively telling their representatives, keep your fucking gun. Just yeah. make it harder for people to use it yes. when they're mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. And like people that have track records are mentally unstable, all this sort of, the sort of things, the ones that are likely to cause another tragedy like this, keep it's, them away from the gun. I need more than that. I need more than that. Just because just like say a, a father that's 63 years old, mm-hmm. he's completely mentally stable. He's able to pass every pass, regulation, yeah. you know, but he's an absent father. But mm-hmm. it's his child, you know, who is a 19-year-old who has mental problems and breaks into this uh, place where the gun is at. It's mm-hmm. kept locked in and it's away, but mm-hmm. the kid breaks into it and takes it. And mm-hmm. now there's 100 people dead because of this weapon is in a civilian's home. No, I agree. And you know? But with the mental with the mental like health and checks and background checks and all yeah. that, I also think that who the fuck needs an assault rifle? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, Stop I don't, it. like you, do you, you need a grenade? Do yeah. you need an assault weapon? Like, those are the type of things that I'm like, you do not need these things right. as a civilian. You know, you just don't. Yeah. You really don't. And that's, <laughs> and that's that's the problem. It's like as soon as you go to to say, okay, we're gonna stop selling these weapons. That these weapons are now illegal. You'll you'll build a place to where like, okay, in 2020, these assault weapons are illegal. This is a place to where you can bring your assault weapons and and drop them off, and you won't be fined nothing. And then if you still if you're caught with these weapons after the year 2020, then you will be arrested, fined, whatever they want the punishment yeah. for that to be. But then it's just it still creates that narrative of they're trying to march into our house and take our guns. Right, and that, that's you what know? but that's what Australia did. Exactly. Australia exactly did that thing. Mm-hmm. Guess how many people die in Australia from huh? mass shootings? Zero. Mm-hmm. Close to zero. Yeah. Almost zero. Yo, mass, mass shootings. Yeah, mass zero. shootings, zero. zero. Shootings in general, yeah. super close to zero. Very small. There yeah. are eight shootings a year in, in Japan. Aust- yeah, in Japan, okay. Yeah. 69 people die a day from gun related crimes in the States. Yeah. And that number may fluctuate every so often, but that's a dick little people, man. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like it, it's. Can we just, pause for a second? Yeah, what's up? So, how do we quantify a dick load of people? It's. Uh. <laughs> Because there's so many different dick sizes. That is true. And, and and the amount that a dick can hold, you know, for yeah. an entire like, load. Yeah, like because there's, there's so girth true. and then yeah. there's no girth. Well, I don't think girth affects the, load the amount, amount of load. Yeah, me neither. Okay, yeah. so because, are we talking like... Because the load is really coming from the balls. Right, and also oh, okay. the anatomy of a, of, a, of a dick. So we're not talking about a load same. on an actual shaft of the dick. We're talking mm. about the load that a dick... The balls can hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the balls are okay. holding and, the load, and like the barrel of the dick. Yeah. So the big, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So like, okay. like your the, the 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 equivalent of the urethra. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the amount of well, that. Well, so are all urethras not created equal? Well, no, yeah. because girth doesn't affect the size of your urethra. That's but what I thought. Does. Length does. Length does. So if your dick is longer, you have longer urethra. It sure does. Okay, yeah. so, so longer the, dick, bigger dick load. But yeah. like. Dick loads like <laughs> sperm doesn't just chill in the urethra; it mm. chills in the ball. So why does it matter how I mean, long? It depends. I mean, the it, dick it, it, it I'm, not, I'm not using the amount of sperm that can go out of a dick. I'm using mm. the the amount of volume that is 
from the tip of the urethra can hold. to the ball sack. Right? Oh. So, like, if you were so to fill like, that. So, yeah. So, yep. it's yeah. like, you know, getting them right to the point where they're about, the, the cum is about to exit the pee fact, hole. You, you know, you ever, you ever and then you that, pause. Yeah. It's like pausing right before the money shot. And then you would, you would, you would, you would. Quantify that. Quantify that volume of cum. That's, yes. And then that's how, okay, so. That'd be like a dick load, yeah. So that would be a dick load. In terms of dick load in the U.S. Like, and and, and it's for for some imagery. If anybody's ever had a super soaker, the way you have to just pump it like. And pump it up until it just gets so tight Those to where nothing else. Those are my favorite else. ones. Yeah, that's oh what like God. a load is. As soon as you like, like so spout much. it out, that's one load. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. That's See, that was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. we're talking about dick load in the U.S., yeah. American deaths by yeah, gun, yeah. The, the how big is this dick method. load? How big is this dick load? Are we talking yeah. about like, oh, he's got a, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or are we talking about shrimp dick load? It depends. Uh, it, depends. Yeah, it, does. it depends. It, it, yeah. To me, sixty-nine deaths yeah. it, uh, a day is definitely bigger than the biggest yeah, it's, dick load it's like possible. Dick so, load. yeah, that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Can, we, can we say Mandingo? Speaking yeah. of Mandingo, he's alive. I seen Black Panther this <laughs> Black week. Black Panther, it was so good. It was so good. I seen Listen, Black Panther. Before we go off the Black Panther tangent, <laughs> and just to finish the dick tangent, <laughs> my uh, like my my heart goes out to anyone that lost a family member, oh, or yes. friend, or someone That's to the sad. people yes. of the Parkland school shooting. And uh, these kids, I applaud them immensely for being mm-hmm. the badasses that they are and mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. Oh, yeah. So keep rocking it. Oh, Love, yeah. light, and guidance and to everyone. Yes. Yep. And everyone and anyone that may be listening that's along the lines of these kids that want some change, follow their fucking example. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these kids are badasses and they should be applauded Seriously. for what they're doing. They're awesome. Hells yeah. And now that being said, uh, dick now loads, we can are, go back dick loads are different. Like UK dick load is different <laughs> than a US dick load, <laughs> but we won't get into that now because the metric system and the imperial oh, system. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to ask about I that. Yeah. In a few no, weeks. fuck <laughs> that. When I went, so I went to the Philippines because that's where my grandma passed away. Oh. And so, um, how was that trip? How how long was the flight? Um, so because I took the cheap flight, it was extremely long. So on the way there was mm. thirty two hours. On the way back was oh, forty one. Hold on, I need more information. All right, so how long were you on the plane for? Like the longest sitting. So my longest sitting was my return flight from Dubai to JFK, and it was 15 hours. Oh, fuck a duck. Yeah, fuck oh. a duck for real. I've, I've flown like 14-hour oh. flights. They're not fun. I mean, yeah. yeah I flew well, to Africa the same way it sucked. Lit-ass shit on yeah. both of my... So on my longest flight to the Philippines, that yeah. was 12 hours again, JFK to Dubai. Right. That... um what I I had the whole row to myself. So you could lay out. I lay could out. lay out. And it was oh, an Emirates okay. flight. That right. shit was nice. Okay. The <laughs> the what are they called? The flight attendants was yeah. looking fun. Okay. I was like, okay, this yeah. is so like rock star service. There was stairs up in the bitch. I was like, how nice. can we fly right now with two stories? Okay. And then on the flight back, the right? I still had the whole road to myself. So Damn. It was chill. It wasn't bad. And then like um I was freaked out though because I had a nine hour layover um when I landed in Dubai coming Mm. back from the Philippines. I mean Dubai's pretty like nice, isn't it though? Dubai yeah. Yeah. I mean it's yeah, so it is nice. Mm. Um I only got to see it at night because I landed at like eleven o'clock at night. Um but I was like thinking I was like freaking out. Um the 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 days prior to meet my return flight because yeah. I was like what the fuck am I gonna do for nine fucking hours in Dubai mm-hmm. because I was hearing all these stories about how as a woman try, uh, going around Dubai as a 
clearly a tourist yeah. okay right. yeah. um by herself mm. like it's probably not a good idea for you to walk out in dubai by yourself and mm. i was like i mean that makes fucking sense yeah isn't dubai moderately progressive though versus like the surrounding areas honestly like yeah. walking around like these are all people who who were telling me this who have n- never really been to dubai right. right so i was just like okay they were just you know trying to make sure it'd be safe they didn't want me to you know, deal with like a taken situation yeah. <laughs> because like you can just shove me in a fucking duffel bag and be game over. Yeah, you're pretty yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like um, kidnapping a cat. but yeah. you know, I go into Dubai. Well, okay. So let me back up a little bit. Yeah. So on my flight from Dubai to Manila, from Dubai, all right. um, this is before the nine hour labor. Uh, so yeah. I meet someone who works for Emirates on the flight who um, was off duty. She was like sitting in the same row as me and like we just hit it off. Um, So shout out Auntie Michelle um, out in Dubai. Yeah, she's dope. Um, And we hit it off. Y'all thought she would get into like the sex stuff. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. I did not join the Mile High Club. Club. Yeah, not the Mile High Club yet. But Whatchamacallit, so we hit it off and she's like, oh, so uh, when do you, are you flying back through Dubai? Are you flying back through Dubai? And I was just like, yeah, but I have like a nine hour layover. Do you have any suggestions? Is it yeah. true what people say? Is it not safe for me to go out there? She's mm. like, oh, it's safe. But you know what? You'll probably get lost. So just let me know when you're back. Mm. I work nights at the uh, airport. Okay. I'll take you out. And so I oh, made a friend yeah. that could wow. take me out to Dubai. I actually got to see the world's tallest fucking tower. Nice. It's it tall. is pretty. Yeah. Pretty fucking tall. Like, I looked at the tower. I was like, oh, okay. 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 (laughs) When does it end? Like, to take a picture with the tower, you literally have to, like, get on the ground and take the most unflattering angle of a picture uh, with the tower. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, no, layover in Dubai sounds fun, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I it wasn't. It, it turned out to be a, another cultural experience for me, so I was really happy for that. But that's really cool. Yeah, Philippines was great. Um, it was it, uh, the part that I was in was mm-hmm. uh, not touristy at all. Mm-hmm. I was in Vintar in the Lucas Norte, so mm-hmm. it was. Huh. Um, it was really, it was really culturally immersive. Mm. Uh, came him. back closer to my roots. So okay, yeah. nice. <laughs> sorry for your loss, but it sounds like you had a trip. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. honestly, like, shouts out to Graham, beautiful forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is she. She would have been happy with how everything turned out because even though we lost such an amazing, amazing human being on this earth. I was able to gain so much more family mm. and meet more family and just have a closer bond yeah. with, you know, people. So it was yeah. uh, people yeah. in my culture. And I even got a sick-ass tattoo from this dope-ass oh, tattoo yeah, artist. Right. I was nice. like, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. All right. That's a, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. yeah. Chris. Oh yeah, I was talking about Black Panther. Yes, yeah. yes. Now back to Black Panther. Uh yeah, I seen okay. it. I seen it. Uh it was it was it was very good. Nice. It was very, very good. Um yeah, very B, well done. Uh B plus. Uh there were some things I didn't like. I think Brian, I think you brought it up before I even seen the movie. Uh some of the CG stuff. Yeah, so um, I said you felt really weightless and badly just it, like put together. It but. it, it, it reminded it was kind of my same uh, knock with um with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. There was just some of the CG things, but they, it didn't take away from the movie. Right. The movie was still good, but it's just maybe just from being in film school and working with green screen too, maybe just having a more keen eye for those things. You just notice it. We also watch like one movie every fucking week. True, so yeah. We, we yeah. Just it. So it's like for the for like, most people I don't think it would take away. Way, but like I'm watching, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but 
uh, he challenges um, T'Challa for the um, the, the Killmonger. The no, not King Mo- before before? Yeah, oh, the, the, first guy. the ape guy. Yeah. Mambuku. Yeah. Mambuku, yeah. Mambuku, Him. Yeah. Yeah, so, um... Martin Freeman's face in that scene fucking had me dying. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you say one more <laughs> word and I will <laughs> feed you <laughs> to my kids. It's like, oh, j- j- just kidding, we're vegetarian. <laughs> that's, that's another part that I kind of had a problem with because um, when, um, when Black Panther, he fell down when he was challenged by Killmonger, Mm-hmm. And then he's thrown down the, the waterfall. And then um, uh, Mambuku says that he was saved by fishermen. And they fished him out and then put right. him inside the ice. So I'm like, why are vegetarians, ha- why do they have fishermen? I don't, think it was, I don't think it was their fishermen. I think it was just fishermen. There's multiple tribes in, the, in that. But, I mean, but their, their tribe is um, excluded, uh, secluded from the rest of the tribes. Like they didn't want to no. deal Maybe with them. Maybe they're pescatarian. But yeah, that's, that's, that's not the same as vegetarian. It's not vegetarian. It's not the same. Pescatarian and then on, on top of that, like with them being on top of the mountains away from everything, like what are you eating? You know, because you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're not, the vegetables aren't really growing through that snow. You don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, it's like it was a small thing. It's just I heard vegetarian, <laughs> then I'm looking at the area you're living in and fishermen, and I'm just like, eh, I you don't know. know. <laughs> you know what's fucking funny? <laughs> that from like a two-hour movie, mm. that's the nitpick that you first bring up. Oh, I have many. <laughs> but, but like that's the one that you well, the, first bring the CG, up. CG was the first. That's true. Second yeah. one. I yeah. feel like the movie did a pretty okay job. If yes. that's like the second. Yeah, it was, it was B+. Plus. It was a definite B+. Plus. It was like, yeah. Was, that's the thing. It's like if it was an A+, plus, there would be no nitpicks. Yeah, so it's, it's a B+, plus, and here's all the qualifiers of why it was not an A+, plus and brought it down yeah. to a B+. Plus. You know, so some of the CG things, some of the writing inconsistency things, I wasn't a big fan of Michael B. Jordan's acting. In oh, this really? movie. Thank you. you okay, I wasn't either. I felt like it was really, it was like really cheesy. It was kind of like cheesy, right? Like yeah. I feel like it was a little bit more than he needed to do. I, I agree. Over yeah. the top. I, yeah. I didn't see that. A little overacting. It was a little much. I still yeah. enjoyed it a lot. It's, I mean, yeah. me too. Me too. I'm, I'm on the I'll camp that I that I think he absolutely killed. Um, I, lo- I, lo- I, lo- I love this performance a lot. I can't really explain why, but I don't think it was cheesy or over I mean, the top. I don't know. I mean, I have to say, like, the dialogue, mm. like, the lines that were written for him mm. were really well written. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's yeah. not It's not what he said. It's just kind His of, delivery of how it. he, yeah, how he yeah. said it, how he delivered it. I, I felt like it was And another thing, what I, what I looked at afterwards, like, having the thought of, well, the first, another thought, leaving the theater, and I was like, Michael B. Jordan is one of the highest paid actors in this movie. You know, he has mm-hmm. the, the name, you know, but he is the least talented actor I felt like walking out of the theater. Shuri? Yeah, the yeah, actress yeah. that played L- Shuri is L- my favorite. Lupita Nyong'o, she played great. She was uh, a general, right? Uh, Lupita, yeah, she was uh, the uh, love interest of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, the, okay. the, the general yeah. was, um, she played... Um, the samurai lady from Walking Dead. Yes, there we yeah. go. Yeah, and she played a great, great, great acting job. Yeah, um, yeah. Chadwick Boseman did a great job. I was like, oh, if I'm, if I'm so going to... Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. <laughs> but if I'm going to compare like acting jobs, then it's like I'm going to put Michael B. Jordan and um, Daniel from um, from Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget his name. I, uh, yeah, too. Daniel something. I can't Daniel remember his last name. Kaluuya, 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 something. Yeah, something yeah. Like, like I put them on the same level as far as acting, as far as with that movie. But mm-hmm. there were so many better acting jobs. So I was like, right, Michael B. Oh, but what, what I was getting to, mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler has exclusively worked with Michael B. Jordan and yeah. nothing but Michael B. Jordan. Can what? I just so? Well, I guess without the B, he'd be Michael Jordan. That would be very confusing. Yes. It's That's just probably like, why you know, he has a B. It's <laughs> just. You know, you had that whole thing about Sarah Jessica Parker and yeah. like um, Neil Patrick Harris. See, Neil he, Patrick Harris. But he goes Michael B. He doesn't yeah, go Michael Blake Jordan. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't know if his name's actually Blake. Oh, yeah. yeah let's say, is this Blake? Really? 
Well, that'd be so dope. cool. Yeah. Like, yes, if, as long as he doesn't go like Michael Blake Jordan, he's all right. Yeah. Michael B, that's fine. Michael Blake, go fuck yourself. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't remember the tangent I was on any yeah. longer. You were uh, talking about the acting versus compared. Like oh, you oh yeah. Well, Ryan Coogler has worked exclusively exclusively with Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, from Fruitville Station to um, to Creed. Creed and now to this movie. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder with him being exposed to this magnitude of actors and Oscar winner and Lupita Nyong'o and um, just the Chadwick Boseman, these incredible actors, if that will have him branch out away from Michael B. Jordan a little bit. Probably. So then I went on the internet to find out that he's not directing or writing um, Creed 2. has nothing to do right. with it. He gave the movie to one of his friends, another black writer uh, director, to do the movie. And when asked about it, he said that the time timing didn't match up for him. But then I'm like, well, Michael B. Jordan is in the movie, you know, so mm-hmm. if they wanted to make time work, they damn well could have made time work. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I'm like, it, I just kind of felt like he's trying to branch out from Michael B. a little bit. But well, that may be one of those things where like production for like another studio movie might have taken up taken time away from what because they're also Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler. Coogler yeah. are also working on like a, like a historic movie that mm. centers on like Black America. It's oh. like a piece of Black American history. Okay. Uh, they're working on that together. They're writing the movie together. So nice. that's probably where I'll be the time they match up. Okay. And uh, but uh, going back to Michael B. Jordan's like performance, I yeah. think he did a, a phenomenal job for okay. me. Uh, he might have been a little over the top, but yeah. I think that that character that he was playing required him to be a little bit over the top. Because right. if he was more chilled down, not chilled down, I don't want or, that. Like or more subtle, I feel like it just wouldn't have registered the same difference of character that it had versus T'Challa. Like, it was it was very clearly an anti-T'Challa. Yes. So, like, I feel like if it had been more solid, it would just blend it too much with T'Challa. I don't know. It's like when it, when we when award season comes up, it's like I think we'll see something for all these other actors and it's nothing for Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, just the way the press is looking at him, because I've read a lot of positive things about Michael B. Jordan, yeah. uh, we might see him as, like, best supporting I don't think he something. gets anywhere close. Like uh, I, I don't think so either, but yeah. we might see him as best supporting just based on how the media is reading. Have any uh, Marvel movies won like awards? Ooh, I, not for actors, I don't think. Not for actors, I think one of them had like best CG, maybe CG or like, like yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, okay. I, I'll or have sound, to look that up. I really don't know. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I've just yeah. I I feel like the Marvel franchise has just never been something that was. That um, would be a part of that kind of just because if you think about like what kind of movies yeah. are um, what kind of movies but like the what what kind of movies uh. um, come out like as in the Oscars as the best of the year, right? right? Yeah. It's just yeah. like they're very kind of, some are avant-garde, some are just like, it just... Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the economy definitely favors a more artsy type mm-hmm. movies, but oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like if you put out a movie, even if it's a Marvel movie and you did something exceptional, you mm-hmm. should still get the, yeah. name, the chance oh, yeah. in there. Yeah. Even though I don't necessarily agree with like the big budget sort of studio Hollywood movies winning a lot of the Academy Awards mm-hmm. because yeah. that takes away from like the indie producers that need that brand brand recognition in order to mm. get more movies like that made. Mm. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. I um, mean, as long but, as the, if, if, if you gave, like I said, if you gave yourself 
two dollars, and then you made that two dollars, you know, look great, and then I gave you two billion dollars, and then it was like, wow, you know, it's like it's a difference. Like if you give a creative person something, then I kind of respect, you know, what they can do as opposed to just giving two billion dollars to a bunch of company corporate fucks, you know, that go do something. Like don't give awards for that, you know. But Guillermo del Toro, like somebody we were talking about a few uh, episodes, was a pretty big filmmaker, but it's so pretty, pretty central to the roots of like what indie filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. So it's like now that he made Shape of Water, like okay, now give him two hundred million dollars and see what he can do and it's like I think we'll be just as impressed and give him the awards because he deserves it but don't give it to these corporations that are just no. throwing money to get money I back agree. Yeah. but I don't have any problem with them being nominated oh yeah yeah sure yeah, that's, oh yeah that's no I mean yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering like if that had ever been something that's happened if I there has ever don't been a Marvel so, but I have to film it. out there anyway we've been talking for 31 minutes so I'm going to have to cut so we can get to the fifth element uh, in the next bit okay sorry Lauren cool no it's okay yeah. uh, we'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> when I went to see Thor he uh. tore my ticket and he went just like have a thundering good time oh wow like, do, they, like, all right. do they do you work do you still work for no, AMC? I got, oh, okay. I got sacked. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm, so I'm back at school though. I'm back working yep, at school. Talk about that. Hey, yeah. you know, you gotta make your money somehow. Yeah, um, yeah. but are you or when you were working for them, mm-hmm. like I know you were a bartender, but do you have any sort of like knowledge of whether or not they make the person that takes the ticket say like give no, them cheesy lines down. to say? That's just all him. <laughs> that was all, all him. him. That is genuinely yeah, him. He really wanted him. to just be like, Well, kinda forever to like everybody. Him. That yeah, I like love it. that guy even more now. I only want to go to that movie theater. That's him. I, mean, I go to that movie theater sometimes just to like get that experience from that guy. <laughs> specifically that guy. Yeah. I yeah. want. I wish there was a way for us to let him know that we come to that movie theater. I tell him every for single time. him. I tell him every single time. <laughs> really? I'm here because you're here. Well, <laughs> now another brown person is going to start telling him that. He's going to be it. so proud. You know, you know what I want to know when um with the, when they do the Black Panther sequels, mm-hmm. you know, in the next five to ten years, what people how people are going to respond when they find out that the Black Panther runs off with Storm and has you know uh, like they end up getting married, like he leaves right. Lupita Nyong'o's character from the movie and gets with Storm and marries her. So I'm like, I wonder how people are going to react to that, you know? I mean, because like it's it's canon, like it's uh, it's in the um, I know, mean, it's, it's part of the story. I'm personally not ready for Shiri to die. Because, oh. you know, there's oh, a, sure. is that the I don't I don't know if this is all in the same like timeline, mm-hmm. but there is a timeline out there that exists where Shuri has to take over because Black Panther yep. disappears for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, T- T'Challa disappears for a while so she and becomes, she becomes Black Panther, yeah. but then, you know, is murdered. And so mm-hmm. he comes back. But yeah. So. Do you recognize her from the last episode of um, Black Mirror? Oh fuck! I didn't Last see that episode. episode Black Mirror. She was a black girl. She went to the museum, and they had her dad. Oh yeah, the she shirt. Ke- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my mm, god! Yeah, <laughs> she's really good. That's so dope. I'm so glad that like I'm seeing her in more things. I just yeah. started watching Top Boy. Top Top Boy. Is it Top Boy? I've yeah. Top Boy. Well, you know, that does sound <laughs> depends right. if you're verse or not, but uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, so Top Boy because you know she's she's uh, British. Okay. And it's, so it's a UK TV show um, on Netflix. I think Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix. And um, it's about like the a really rough area of uh, East London where they have like a lot of gang violence and stuff like that. And mm. so she's one, she's part of the gang there that nice. sells drugs. But yeah. Okay. Did you find out if uh, Marvel movies won any Academy Awards? They won some MTV Awards. MTV, that's okay. <laughs> 
look, after MTV stopped being the music channel, um, their award show means nothing. Yeah. It lost all clout. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right. Well, congratulations to the MTV Movie Awards, Marvel. You killed it. You killed it, man. Um, <laughs> let's talk about a good movie. All right. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's do that. Uh, the Fifth Element. Yes. Uh, Chris. All right. The Fifth Element is a PG-13 movie, a two-hour and six-minute runtime listed as an action-adventure sci-fi movie that came out in May of 1997. Uh, The rundown is, in the colorful future, a cab driver unwittingly becomes a central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep evil and Mr. Zorg at bay. Uh, Stars Bruce Willis as Corden Dallas. Uh, Mila Jovovich. Is that how you pronounce the last yeah, name? Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. That's the, the lady from um, Underworld, right? Resident, no. No, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. The Underworld is Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. All right. yeah. Yeah. People always get it mixed up. Really I, especially they I would. They look nothing alike, though. <laughs> they don't. No, no, no. no. <laughs> These two don't look alike. That's, no. that's just on me. It's just like one. it's just action. Female, white female action stars yeah, is why you get yeah. it mixed up. Because okay. they actually don't look alike. I can't yeah. make that claim for them. It's okay. <laughs> I get Kate Beckinsale and Charlize Theron mixed up all the time just because they're, again, both white action stars. Yeah. Female action stars. Uh, then uh, to conclude, <laughs> it's uh, Chris Tucker as uh, Ru- Ruby. Ruby Rod. Ruby Rod. <laughs> and uh, to- Tommy Tiny Lister as the president, President Lindenberg. I- I've never seen that guy. Debo, right? That's Debo from Friday. From who? He's in the movie Friday. Have you never seen Friday either? No, I no. I can't honestly say that I've watched, sat down and watched it through, yeah. All right. Anyway, Fifth Element. Uh, I've watched this movie a lot when I was a kid because yeah. it showed up in every fucking like mm. television channel that I was in, yeah. Yeah. and it became one of my favorite movies that I never watched again as an adult or as okay. a yeah. young adult or a teenager. All right. And uh, I'm sad that I never rewatched it mm. back since I was like 12 because this movie's fucking great. It's a good movie, yeah. <laughs> like it's a, there's a lot of things in this movie that like first of all it's a sci-fi. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like one I think one of the most effective sci-fi's that I've seen. Shit, because it establishes. Like there, uh, I've talked about this before. I have a problem with sci-fi, thinking that because it's sci-fi, it gets to be obtuse and complicated, and mm. it's kind of like, uh, stop it. Uh, I don't <laughs> agree know? with that. Just because uh, I mean, it's kind of like personal preference. Like I appreciate, like make me think, like make me get into this. Well, no, if that's know? the objective of the movie, yeah. go for it. Yeah. If you're doing that just because it's sci-fi, no, no, you don't have you to need do that. a yeah. high concept because it's sci-fi. No, that's whack. Go fuck yourself. That's whack. Um, but this movie like has really good world building mm. and has like really amazing like sci-fi elements into it. Oh, yeah. The world feels real. Yeah. Even though the CGI is not that clean, they did it mm. in a way that's really effective. So you never really kind of question what's happening. Yeah. You, you kind of forgive the movie on the on the weird, the shoddy CG a lot of the times. And what that creates is just like, and like the tiny little details, like the machine that helps you quit smoking, or mm. the, the weird coffee maker that's wall, the yeah. modular apartment, all yeah. of that. Yeah. It just shows for me like, like, a, like an attention to like, this is not a high concept. It's mm. still like a very simple movie. Yeah. It just happens to be set in a world that's 300 years in the future. Take care of details. And I enjoy that a lot. Oh, sorry. Did no, you sorry. notice that the cigarettes too, because you know, the whole <laughs> thing is like cigarettes are bad for you. So they're mm. trying to make you quit. Right. They're, what their super solution short. was is like super short, actual tobacco part, super long filter. Yeah. <laughs> like when I first saw that, I was just like, 
is this cigarette backwards? <laughs> <laughs> and then he lit it, and it was just like, it occurred to me, holy fuck, that's the filter. Yep, what? The whole that thing. is so smart. Yeah. And also annoying as fuck to think about. But yeah. Take like two puffs, and it's gone. It's gone. Like, <laughs> small details in this movie was just amazing. Yeah, it was. Amazing. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think the, the the foreshadowing, too, like, like the, they set up a lot of things at the beginning of the movie. Mm that then pay off at the later parts of the movie. Mm. Like the one match where he lights a cigarette and then he like forgets because yeah. he's talking to the mom and he just keeps the one match. Mm-hmm. Comes back, literally saves the world at the end. One yeah. fucking match. And like the, the conversation with his mom, like that's always a running joke through the movie. Yeah. The conversation with the guy like, oh, I just want a perfect woman. I don't want a million. I just want a perfect woman. Yep. Yeah. The perfect woman falls on his fucking car. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a good like, like Lou. Lilu. No, 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 not the, the director, uh, oh. Lou Bramont, whatever. Uh, yeah, the director is uh, Luke Besson. Um, the other movies he did was Lucy and La Femme Nikita. And then Leon the Professional, too. I have never heard of that one. I haven't seen Leon, that one. You've, neither of you mm-hmm. have watched Leon the Professional? No. Not, not only have I not watched that, I've just heard about it for the first time when Brian just said it. Oh, <laughs> I'm so what is, what is that? Really you, nice. I don't know. I don't want to hear anything. I didn't make a big deal when neither of you have ever seen Friday. Okay. So we're not going to go into whatever that is. Well, it's because you've made a big deal. I feel like you've already made a big deal about that. Like about what? before, not us not watching, having watched Friday. No, like, never, never. Before. never. I don't know. I uh-uh. just, maybe, maybe it was like at a party I don't, or something. I don't think it's so, like, it's because I, I feel like it's like cultural. So like anytime I bring up something that's like specifically black, then I'm like, well, I haven't seen the things that are specifically Puerto Rican or specifically well, you know, Filipino. So I'm like, the things that are specifically that's what I'm saying. So it's like if you if you ask me about a Puerto Rican singer, you know, or something like, like no, I haven't heard about that. But like, what do you mean five million downloads? I'm like, well, I don't know. Same thing with like Friday. Like, what do you mean ten billion dollars made? But like, no, but it was for your culture. I don't know. No. Leon the professional isn't for her culture. It has uh, Natalie Portman when she was like a kid. That movie actually helped made the fifth element, like the funding for Leon the professional. Yeah. Uh, the success of that movie helped get funding for the Fifth Element because nice. it was a really expensive movie at the time. So Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown was in that. You're saying? He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, pretty yeah. much. Wow, <laughs> I yeah. can't unsee it now. Yeah, that's Holy basically shit. who that is. God, uh, Goddamn, that took yeah. me a second to like conceptualize yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, what are you talking about? But yeah, Jean yeah. Reno and uh, Gary Oldman also. So Gary Oldman carried on into yeah. Fifth Element mm-hmm. um, from that I movie. I love this character in this yeah, movie, in the Fifth Element. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way oh, he yeah. talks. Yeah, he has like that Sean Connery creepy sort of like. Little drop stones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, like country, yeah, southern. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's an arms dealer. Yeah. So, you know, why why wouldn't he be? They all have to be southern, essentially. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I mean, gun I, control. <laughs> Fuck that. NRA. Sorry. Okay. We're on the movie. I, I looked at this movie differently, uh, like for this time. Like, normally, like the reason I liked the movie in the first place was science fiction. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. you know how beautiful it looked. And then as I got older, then the things that I loved about the movie was the comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, really one of the one of my favorite scenes, if not my favorite scene in the entire movie, is um, Lilo and uh, Corbin Davis. They're um, Dallas, Corbin Dallas. They're they're um, trying to get into this function at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lilo, she goes up. She's like, uh, "Lilo Dallas, multi pass." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Multi pass." He's like, "Yeah, multi pass." She knows it's a multi pass. <laughs> Lilo Dallas, this is my wife. Multi pass. He's like, "We're, we're newlyweds." It's just met, you know how it is. We bumped into each other, you know, sparks happen. Multi pass. And he's like, Yeah, she knows it's a multi pass. Anyway, we're in love. <laughs> just repeating multi pass, multi pass. Like, okay, yeah, she gets it. Fuck out I, here. I've watched a lot of Bruce Willis movies. Mm-hmm. 
I think this is my favorite Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, he Ooh. definitely yeah. did a I, really, I think, really yeah. great job on this one. Um, yeah. Even like, even more than Die Hard, I think. I think it's just oh. more likable in this movie. Okay. Uh, but oh, also, oh, you're saying not, not that, that this is better than Die Hard, that you like his performance in this more yeah, than more any than other movie. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and, and I think I genuinely like The Fifth Element more than I like Die Hard. I'm scared to like it more. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, I don't know if it's better, but I like it, it more. 100% it's not. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely cool to like it more. I think I might like, I like it more than Die Hard myself. Yeah, uh, but, the, but like Bruce Willis in this movie is just kind of charismatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, like he looks like a, like a broken down soldier, but you still kind of want to be like, it's okay, Bruce. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. And I, like, Baby. Uh, I like yeah. him a lot. And, yeah. and he, they wrote him really well and he, he pulled it off really well yeah. also. And even though it wasn't necessarily a complicated, because he kind of plays the same guy in all his movies. Okay. But for some for, for some reason in this, this one, he one, fit the world perfectly. Like, I feel better. like, yeah, I feel like he just had a little bit more heart because yeah. he, he he's heartbroken in this mm. one. You know mm. what I mean? He's not trying to... He's not trying to like protect the family that he already has or right. protect a country or mm-hmm. you know he's not yeah he's like he's kind of gaining something new a, a, a forlorn soldier who's yeah. just trying to find love and that, then and that's then that's what the angle that I was able to look at the movie from this this time like I said before science fiction then comedy and now this time it was like this is a complete love story yeah from the beginning oh, to the yeah. end like the fifth element is love. You know, yeah. like it's it's just a whole love story. So like being able to look at it from that angle and take away everything else, I'm like I've really enjoyed that you know angle of it. Can you imagine if all women were just like t- like that's how we got "I love you" out of our men? Tell me, tell me why you need me. You need I mean, me. Tell me, oh, tell me. Everybody's gonna die. I'll destroy you and everybody else if you don't tell me. If you tell me, then I'll save the world. Just say it. Just say yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. A fucking beam comes out of her mouth. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Scene. I'm I, salty. He hesitated. Like. Because, like because, just say it. I mean, I, I, he had to. I mean, he had a, a tough time with his. What is that? His ex-wife or yeah. his, his wife? Yeah, she was like with his lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was that's one of my favorite quotes from the movie too. He's talking mm-hmm. to the. Which, by the, the this is another reason I love this movie. It's yeah. like the tiny things of like the the food truck, what would be an ancient food truck. Yeah. flies to your house. Yes, because oh, they you mean the fly. food boat. The food boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, food boat. <laughs> More specifically, they yeah. <laughs> fly to your house because yeah. you all have windows, and so you just tell them to stop, and he gives you a fucking meal. Talking yeah. about then the rule of up. threes, and <laughs> yeah. it's like the first. Well, he gets a letter. He's like the first letter was from yeah. my it's wife. Like the first letter from my wife telling me that she left me. The second letter was from my lawyer telling me that he's leaving me with my wife. He's leaving with my wife. <laughs> just, I don't know like, oh, third one, this one lucky. Yeah, this one lucky. Well, yeah. I, I definitely like. I didn't catch a lot of the comedy of the movie when I first watched it. Yeah, I was like twelve. Yeah, but the movie's really fucking funny, mm. and and Bruce Willis plays it, re, plays that kind of comedy really well. Mm. And I think that um, Lou, I forget his name, but Lou, Lou Bec- Luke Besson, Luke Besson, nice, uh, absolutely just knew what to. Did he write and direct? Write and direct, yeah. I think nice. he knew what to write mm. in order to get, you know, to get something out of Bruce. Like, mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a draft before Bruce Willis and then a draft after Bruce Willis. I don't know. Where I mean, they kind of like change things up just a tiny bit to fit Bruce Willis' personality I can a little see better. That. Yeah. Um, or just kind of let Bruce Willis, because he's a pretty hands-on director. Yeah. Uh, Luke, I read about him, and he's the kind of director that would be on set running the camera. Mm-hmm. And then if he doesn't, if you're not hitting your marks, he will drag you to your mark and yeah. just be like here. Yeah. So like he's a pretty hands-on director. So I'm really surprised if he worked with Willis, with Willis, and like to get that personality for what was it for Corbin? Yeah. To Corbin work Dallas. so well with the rest of the the universe that he created because it really does fit. 
I, yeah. I was thinking, I thought um, that he's seen his work as, uh, this is 97, so mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like he's seen the Die Hard franchise or just any, all the things that he had done previous to 97, right. and was like, I want that character in my world, because we we've seen him do that character before, yeah. so I was like, all right, this director sees that talent and was like, how can I put that into here? Same thing with uh, Chris Tucker. It seems like it just completely contradicts the, the world, but putting Chris Tucker into this movie, his character is a standout. It's so funny. Yes, it's like, he and he, he, his, he, he doesn't show up to, for like 45 minutes into the movie, Chris Tucker's character. Yeah, he doesn't show up until like, like about halfway. Yeah, like halfway through and everything from that is just like, whoa, and the interaction for, with Bruce Willis and Chris Tucker, mm -hmm. I loved so that. Because yeah. he's so over the top. Flamboyant yeah. all so the way the there. Top. It was yeah. such a, I feel, I, I mean, I can't honestly say I've watched a lot of like Chris Tucker movies like the only other chris tucker movie i watched other than friday no <laughs> no Probably rough hour. <laughs> we already went over this chris but was rush no. hour <laughs> right. yeah, yeah right. rush hour so like uh seeing silver him as so silver oh i did oh he was in that but that was yeah. another chris tucker though what that's chris tucker that is chris yeah, tucker. that's old I, I thought you were talking i thought you were talking about like the well, just like, it. I mean, just movie, oh. uh, movies in general, like, yeah. uh, I just don't really see him. I don't go out of my way to watch movies that have him in it if mm. he's in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, his 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 character in uh, Fifth Element, I feel like it's just so, it was just so out there. Yeah. Like, I, I would not think of him. Exactly, yeah. If I was casting a movie, I wouldn't think of him. Mm -hmm. But... He did it so well. He Fun did. fact, that role was supposed to go to Prince, but Prince... I can see that. Costume. That explains that. so mm. much. Because I was thinking, I was like, mm. this character is based off Prince, yeah. largely. I mean, he's like, he's very, like, effeminate, mm -hmm. you know, but still at the same time, like, like masculine and it's extremely like masculine and, like... Apparently he can eat some pussy because like oh yeah yeah that was yeah. one of my favorite like yo <laughs> I want to talk about the the intercutting the uh, in the movie but mm. uh, that role was actually supposed to go to Prince but he didn't like how effeminate the costumes were so he didn't oh. like, mm, that's okay, that's, okay, okay. that's why you see a lot of Prince in that yeah. which costume design Amazing. awesome Jean Paul Gaultier that's Jean Paul Gaultier yeah. yes Jean Paul Gaultier. Jean -Paul wow. Gaultier when I saw that that was like. Again, so I watched it for the first time as a doll for this podcast, and I was just like, Jean Paul Gaultier? Wow. The costume design? This explains so much. Like, I, I've always, awesome. from the fifth element, something I've always been obsessed with mm. is just the outfits. Yeah. Like, from, from not just from what Lilu wears, mm. because what I, I, it's iconic at this I, point, one yeah. day, oh, yeah. once I get this body snatched, I'm going to dress up as Lilu for mm. Halloween. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but like even even the flight attendants, what they were wearing, yeah. what Chris Tucker was fucking yeah. wearing, that hair. Mm -hmm. down to like even the McDonald's, uh, the like servers. Workers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They was just like it's just so it so glam and it just was. so oh my god. Like if that's really what fashion's gonna look like in the future, freeze dope. my body, bring me back because <laughs> I'm I'm there, I'm with it. Yeah. Oh my god! That's awesome. Yeah, he worked really hard to be the fashion designer for that. For Very that, nice. the costume designer for that movie too. Yeah. like a lot of work got put into that. I can tell. And and you can definitely tell it. Like it shows up. That shows oh, yeah. gorgeous. Hell yeah! Uh, the set design for me is gorgeous. Like mm. Bruce Willis' apartment is just like really interesting. Yes, yeah, yeah, so small. Yeah. I just think nice did a really good job wanted that. it, and yeah. everything works like super efficiently. It's mm. just like it's a future. Yeah, people just have like keypads everywhere, and like shit just works automatically. Yeah. And it's like oh fuck, I kind of want that. I like when the uh, the guy comes to was it Bruce Willis' apartment and tries mm. to rob him. 
he has that points a gun to his face and then he was like um, well the gun's not even loaded see that little yellow button on the side of it how about you push that it's just like just showing what Bruce Willis is in accordance to the, the world that surrounds him right. it was like yeah I'm not really you know that you know, he's not an excitable type of character. We, I got to, you got to see some of that with Bruce Willis and um and Chris Tucker. When um, when Chris Tucker comes to him, he was like, okay, we're gonna be on the radio. So uh, tomorrow between five and seven, I'm gonna need you to to have a little more energy. He was like, yeah, I'm not here for the radio. He like goes up to him and chokes the shit out of him. He's like, I'm not here for any of that radio shit. So between five and seven tomorrow, you're gonna be doing whatever the fuck I say. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. I just like how they set his character up to just not be taking shit from the the world that was around him. Take how do you feel, anybody? <laughs> the yep. several times he had guns pointed in his face. Mm-hmm. He was just like, he would always had some witty ass yeah. joke to crack or some yep. shit. It was just, it's, it, it, yeah, really. Yeah, he does. He does a really good job with action right. comedy. Yeah. You know, between like Die Hard, this, the movie mm-hmm. Red, Red 2, you know, like he's, he's one of the best uh, comedic uh, action heroes we have out there. Yeah, it's pretty Br- awesome. Bruce Willis did, did a fantastic job. Oh, I yeah. think it's my favorite Bruce Willis movie. The, the one thing that I wanted to bring up uh, to, so I get out. All right. Um, besides that, uh, Mila, Mila Jovovich, who played Lilu, I'd like to know, as far as those, those straps, the thermal straps, how would that work in, like, real technology? Because, you, you know, because it doesn't cover your entire body, but no, if they're thermal, like, does that make up for the skin that's being exposed? I imagine that the kind of micro, like, the, the how they have the fiber woven, mm-hmm. they also probably have some sort of technology woven into that fiber where it emits to the the different mm-hmm. bands oh. and creates maybe like a sort of like force field, yeah, right? Yeah, like okay, that's what, what I'm saying. assuming. All right. Almost. I like that. I like yeah. that. So we're talking about the, uh, the thermal straps. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like how that technology will work in today and like because there's so much exposed skin. Mm-hmm. But the, with, there be, with them being actual thermal straps, would that make up for the exposed skin? Like, you know, if you're out in the, the cold somewhere. Or you're I mean, I would, I would assume that it's got some bullshit yeah. like like warm you up. Yeah. Technology. Like, I'm, all, I'm all about that. Yeah. I'm all about I, that. Yeah. That looks so pretty cool. I'm into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What I wanted to talk about, uh, the intercutting mm-hmm. of scenes. Uh, Son does a great job at like, and, and he plays this for comedy a lot of the times. And like for the scene where where Chris Tucker's eating the flight attendant out, mm. and they're like flying off at the same time, and yeah. there's something else happening, like someone's like sneaking into the ship or yeah. whatever. You see like the noises start to line up and the images yeah. start to, to line up, up yeah. between mm. cuts. Yeah. And it's really funny. Like at one point, the landing gear sound is on, and the flight attendant's legs are rising yeah. Same time, yeah. uh, from the curtain. Mm-hmm. And then when the landing gear comes out, the legs come down. Uh, the, the the characters start sort of like finishing each other's sentences, yeah. but mm-hmm. in completely different contexts. Like mm-hmm. a um, like a uh, what's Archer type of thing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they did it. My favorite example of it was when uh, Zorg is exchanging weapons with the the oh ugly, yeah yeah no, ugly yeah. motherfuckers. Oh, and Lulu yeah. is like looking like eating chicken and explaining right, how yeah. the plan is gonna go down. And then like we see Zorg for most of the time, and we see like conversation that's seemingly unrelated until yeah. we find out that they're empty. Mm. And then it cuts through, it cuts from Lilo before she says the word empty, yeah. and then cuts back to Sword going, they're fucking empty. empty yeah. <laughs> and like that little like parallel cut, I just went like, ah, oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. And like same with the airplane, same with the, the that was, that was the opera, mm. which was an amazing, I think, uh, sequence for me based just entirely on like, first of all, the sound of like uh, Pop Laguna, mm-hmm. uh, that was well, a concert was amazing. They yeah. at oh, yeah. that time they had hired who was currently the um the 
I guess the best opera singer. Mm-hmm. Um, then, but she, yeah. she, I think she got she, sick and she dropped could, out. So that's actually Lou, Lou Benson's wife at the <laughs> time before he married Mila Jovovich playing the Path Laguna uh, thing. Anyway, that little moment of like when she's singing and then we get to see this beautiful like three or four minutes of, you know, just gorgeous opera singing. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce Willis reaction shots. We start intercutting with Lilu's like fight in the hotel room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when the muse, the opera music gets more upbeat, we start seeing a lot of that also translate over to the opera music shots where we start getting mm-hmm. infused with a little bit of techno. Yeah. And then the opera starts mixing with a little bit of the fight scene. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is that you know that these two scenes are happening at the, the exact same time. Same time mm-hmm. yeah. But you're only seeing one of them at a time. Yeah. It's like a split screen without the split screen. Yes. And it worked amazingly well for like that upbeat sort of jolly, just like beautiful moment for the for the movie like yeah, yeah the movie really wants time. to be beautiful but it also concerns itself with knowing that it's an action comedy movie yeah, yeah. so i think that's like the, a really beautiful blend of like what the movie wants to do in terms of like love is the theme versus also we just like to punch and kick people yeah and it, it just it just worked so fucking that's well a tremendous me. point yeah because yeah. like i said well, i was digesting the movie on singular things before right. but like i said when you put all of those things together the the love of the story the the science file the, the comedy all of that together yeah it does make for a movie that has lasted the test of time as a cult classic, if not critically acclaimed, you oh, know, yeah. because people are drawn to, you know, a movie that's able to handle so many different genres in a good way. Yeah. You know? And and, and, and that's all, we, we talked about this on the last podcast where oh, like, yeah. people blend too many genres. And, and fuck it up. Yeah. And it's a clusterfuck. And majority of the time, they do fuck it up. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And this is just one of the times where, you know, where they don't fuck it's an outlier. <laughs> this is an outlier, people. Like, yeah. don't, don't think that you're going to have uh, three or four genres and it's going to come out like this. Right. Because <laughs> right. so, we got sci fi, action, comedy. And, yeah. And, and, and it, it fucking works. Yeah. Hardcore works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have my gripes about the film, but it's not like. It's not anything like super serious, you know what I mean? It was just like there were like small things that were probably because of the technology that (sighs) they had at the time. Like when um, Lilu punches through uh, that little glass chamber she was in, you can you can if you if you're paying attention, you actually see that it was perforated, and then she punches, yeah, Yeah. and then just just there are just a lot of small things that Um, were. Things. Kept so, it from being completely seamless, but yeah. overall, right. it was an amazing uh, movie. One of my favorites for sure. Nice. The fight choreography was also like it was borrowing a lot from like those Bruce Lee yeah. type movies, where like yeah. it's obviously very perfectly choreographed and whatever. Yeah. But the dudes have this like weird clunky suits, so they're oh, like, yeah. super scary. <laughs> and you see her going like cumbersome, very much. It's it's a really funny dissonance for me between like this beautifully choreographed dance and then some dude in a suit going like. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, but like I think that the movie. I, the first, like, when we were in the present time, like, 19, we were in the past, it was, like, 1919, whatever the fuck. Okay, yeah. Uh, when we first get the exposition that there was other aliens, like, hiding the stones yep. in the temple in Egypt, yep. I was pretty bored mm. with that because just not a lot was happening. Yeah. So, like, for, like, the first, like, maybe 30 minutes of the movie, I was kind of like, all right, I, I want to see the cool shit. Yeah. Give me Bruce Willis. Give me Lilu together. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that may have been me, like just knowing that the movie's about Bruce Willis and, and Lilo. Because I did not remember that expository information at okay. the beginning at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of just give me Willis and give me that the other shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like that was my biggest gripe with the movie. Mm. But I acknowledge why those first thirty minutes are That's there it. in this movie mm-hmm. because without those thirty minutes of expository information, mm. this movie would have to go so out of its way to explain what was happening with the fifth yeah. element the and the four the stones yeah. that would have fucked up the entire mm-hmm. movie, I think. Yep. So like I, I I know technically why those thirty minutes are there. I'm not a fan, yeah. but you need them in the movie. Yeah. So I can't Absolutely. really take away anything. Because of that, yeah. Um, Can, go ahead. So, uh, so I'm upset. All right, all right. Because that big robot thing in the beginning that had the key in its fucking yeah. looked like a like a duck turtle. Could have <laughs> lived if they weren't designed to be those big fucking clunky, clunky things. But that's but he told you it was like um it's what is not it? about, time doesn't matter yeah, only life yeah no. you know so it's like he didn't care like it's like he's he's past like life and death and all of that shit like that's just one body he'll probably just upload into something else yeah True. As far as they were future. robots yeah fair that's I, I really like that's another thing that I really like all the like the alien designs and the yeah. the otherworldly design stuff yeah. like the blue alien. You can clearly tell that it's a costume. Definitely, and so. it's not particularly like an amazing looking no, costume. But it works, but it works perfectly Hells fine. Yeah, it, does. it just sells the yeah. illusion. Yep. And then like the ugly alien. She, just looked, she looked so stiff in it when she was she walking did. around. Yeah. She probably like, was. Man. It took away. It for me, it kind of took away from how ethereal she looked when I when when I watched it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like what? <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah. she's so amazing. Yeah. And then like you know, I watched it honestly. I watched it this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched it today. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. oh. I mean, it was a little underwhelming dope, compared to. Yeah. But it was just like, it's not as cool as I remember. Oh, of course not. Yeah. No, no. Right. But like the costume design, just the, the idea that people are wearing this crazy high fashion shit in mm-hmm. like the upper class, but people in the underclass are wearing like just sort of drab. Yeah. Like, you like know, these long vests garments, or like yeah. weird thing. Yeah. yeah. So like that, those tiny little details like that in a world of sci fi and then the fact that. And this is one of my favorite things about sci-fi is when you obviously have more refining issues that are in the world that exist, yeah. but they're not in they're not the themes of the movie, so you don't explore them nearly as much. Yeah. Like there is an under the fog and there's an above the fog in yeah. this movie, which clearly indicates that there's a social class issue mm-hmm. happening in this like sci-fi universe. Yeah. But who gives a shit? The movie's about Lilo and Bruce Willis, so yep. that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. And then like the thing with like the 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 floating boat, like everything has like a potential to have like a cute little unique story yeah. yeah but because bruce willis doesn't give a shit about that because he lives in the world mm-hmm. the movie doesn't give a shit about that nope. right and i love that because yeah. it's not dragging you along with sci-fi explanations mm-hmm. it's kind of like listen you get four cigarettes a day your coffee puts a piece of shit yep. your shower's above your fridge which had me thinking wait does the shower uses the water from, from the fridge the, not from the, the fridge use the water from, from the, the shower to like make cool ice cubes? It, everything oh. it's like it's kind of gross i don't i don't be i wouldn't be okay with that yeah. anyway but like it like that'll a bunch be yes of in like, the future though i mean they'll, it wasn't the toilet. They, I mean, saying, they'll just be purifying our urine and then just feeding it back to us in a hundred years <laughs> honestly <laughs> real shit anyway but like those tiny little like like moments of storytelling yeah. that are purposely abandoned yeah. because the movie doesn't care about them yep. I just mm, just mm, like fine Italian pasta mm. is fucking delicious mm. and I and, and 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 I loved it. And Ooh, I like now that. I'm craving pasta. Yeah. I had pasta last night. Yeah. Okay. What's up? Oh, you you whoa, pause. Yeah. yeah. 
Did you, you go to the gym right afterwards? I went to the gym beforehand. Thank you very much. Beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought like pasta's not a good post-workout meal. See, this this is the thing though. I mean, not not going to spend any amount of time on this at all. Okay, sorry. But but I'm I'm still doing that same diet to where it's like I'll have the glass of air for in the in the morning, then uh, oh, okay. the, the water for lunch, and then have a very sensible dinner Monday through Friday. Mm. But but then on Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, I can eat whatever the fuck I want and oh, get okay. just as drunk as I feel. Okay, I so, respect that. I just started working happens. out again, so. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, what else? What do I want to say about like the ending of the movie felt very just convenient uh, oh, okay. a lot of the times because like oh the stones are, like we it's been set up yeah. that the stones were held by this lady which mm. I was fine with the fact that the stones were in her was just kind of like all right that's weird but I get it yeah. uh, but everything confused me same but everything after that with like they go to Egypt and then the planet's going out behind them and mm. then they have like forty seconds just to do the thing and mm-hmm. whatever like all of that felt like a little too convenient. I mean, but yeah. it's such yeah. an in terms of writing, but yeah. it's such an iconic scene of like I think like cold sci-fi cinema mm. mm-hmm. that you'd be hard pressed to find anything that's actually technically wrong with the scene okay. in terms of how they executed it. Mm. I think it worked really well for this type of movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, even if it was a little bit convenient in writing. Yes. Right. Like and it was the first thing I thought about was just being in, in writing class and having the the ticking clock. Right. You know, yeah. part is so had to listen to it. And it's just seeing it. And I'm like, all right, I'll understand this trope. You know, seen it many times, but now but like you said, it's just you can't really pull anything from it technically, even though like you said, the writing writing is very convenient yeah. for the situation. That's how I felt with the Mogarog fights. You know the Mogarog. Oh yeah, the big head, big ears and stinky. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's how I felt about that whole ordeal because it was just like, it was this long, strung out, like, you know, it was fast paced, you know, fast fight action, scene, but, it was like but 10 then, minutes, like, right? then you get to a point where Corbin Dallas get, catches up to everyone and he's holding the priest, you know, mm-hmm. he gets to the fucking the hatch or whatever mm. and he's like oh yeah it's no big deal you just gotta kill the leader find the leader right. and you know what I mean and then <laughs> yeah. boom all of a sudden the fight's that's all it. over yep just goes out there that's one shot to the head that's it yep. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of anti-climax in movies I don't know why I love it so much mm. I just think it's funny that it's like an anti-joke yeah we're, we set up for this big thing mm-hmm. which was obviously the setup and then the joke is just like oh Jesus fucking it's because boom. you like yeah. to watch like, people in- suffer <laughs> You're a sadist. That's Maybe. Why. Indiana Jones did it in that he like big sword fight thing that was about to happen and, and uh, Harrison Ford just went like shot him. Yeah. And then he just mm-hmm. flopped that. Rian Johnson did it with the new Star Wars a bunch of times. Yeah. Nice guys. Yeah. We've seen it. Nice there. guys. Yeah. yeah. You set up for like a huge punchline and then suddenly the punchline is that there's like, no punchline. Yeah. And, yep. uh, and and that's one of my favorite things in humor. So when that happened, I like legitimately just like fucking blurted out laughing. <laughs> But I liked it. But you're right. Like that scene, it's just like, oh, big fighting. Oh, fuck. How do we end this fighting? Shoot the guy in the head. We're done. Yeah. A lot of the writing felt that kind of convenient. Mm. But But because they wrote it to be part of their species behavior, Mm -hmm. because it just, it worked. Yeah. They're kind of like they're kind of like the Klingons of the Star Trek universe. Yeah, yeah. Where they're the warriors. You have your you know your different classes in there, and he was the leader. You kill the leader, then you now you're the new leader. As far right. as how that would normally work for them, mm-hmm. that's pretty pretty fucking great. Yeah. Like the world again. That's part of world building. Like yeah. People just know this stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not fed up with it. Like earlier yeah. in the thing, you're just like, oh fuck, he knows that because they've been living in the universe for like sixty five yeah. you know years. Whatever yeah. Fuck, so. yeah. Uh, which uh, is one of my favorite things that sci-fi does. I think this movie is a very successful sci-fi action mm. comedy. Definitely is. Um, which is hard 
for a lot of movies to do. Yes. I think especially like action comedy is hard enough already. Yeah, hell yeah. Try to put sci-fi on top of that, you're just going to have a clusterfuck of a movie. Yeah. And uh, The Fifth Element did it fucking beautifully. They did. And Mila, uh, Mila Jovovich, Jovovich yeah. did an amazing job. Hells yeah. Uh, yeah. She's great. Bada boom. <laughs> big bada boom. Big bada boom. Love her so much. Mm. Uh, the supporting cast that were like all in the generals, the general, the president, yeah. Yeah. all of those people, like funny interactions when they needed to be. Yep. But they also served as the 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 tension point because yeah. Bruce Willis didn't have any tension because he's always comfortable. Yeah. He's just like, ah, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yep. Uh, but the, those people then served as the tension point. So what's yeah. happening? Because their reaction fuels your reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, another tiny detail that I really loved is when the general walks into Bruce Willis' office and said, "An apartment," and he goes like, "Oh, these are all the weapons and chips that you're you're proficient in flying." And the list is just like a shit. Oh yeah. Pages. yeah. <laughs> because then in the movie he picks up like alien guns and Pick alien, shit, alien yes. ship. And and he knows how to use it. Yes. And another tiny detail is that when he picks up the grenade, mm. which he obviously knows how to use, yeah. he doesn't just pick it up and use it. Nope. He picks it up, looks at it, examines it for a second, and then goes like, oh, okay, this is how you do it. Yeah, and then throws about. it. It's, yeah. just, it's fucking great just for that Just that character. small, like, five-second scene of, like, just seeing that list. So mm. now he can be he can control the, the hotel ship. Mm. He can do anything as far as weapons and vehicles, and I'm on board. Yeah, you know, right. because, <laughs> because they've because, already told me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like exactly. Pick up any alien weapon. Like, hold on, how does he know about how to use these weapons oh, for alien list? civil? Oh, the list. Re- refer to the list. That's how he knows how. <laughs> Shit. It was. Yeah. A, it was. It was great. It yeah. was great. I think this is definitely one of like my favorite. I think sci-fi movies in general. Me it's, too. It's a really yes. Great cult classic. Yeah. And it's it's not technically perfect. No. The CG looks weird. The costumes can get weird at times. Huh. The writing is convenient, but it just fucking works. Yes. And uh, it's, it's just a testament to Luke Benson and his like, unique style of comedy. Because he uses a best song. <laughs> yeah. So he uses a similar style of comedy in Lee and the Professional. Yes. And the other oh, I got to see that. Done. I got to yeah. see that. Yes, and it's, it's fucking great. And it, it, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. What would you give it? Um, just for what it actually is, a 6.5. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I've seen it like 10 times and I'll watch it a bunch more. How would you like? Mm, eight. An eight? Yeah. I'm going to go for like a 7.5. Yeah. I think. Like right in the middle of you guys. I think it's great. Yeah. And I, usually, I keep hitting the table and I keep forgetting that that registers on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I think, uh, you got anything else to say? Uh, no, I just, I fucking love that movie. It's, yeah. it's really good. And <laughs> it was, it was really, I, I love that I, I had the opportunity to talk about it with you guys and yeah. really okay. and watch it because it forced me to watch it again as an adult right. and it's just because you know originally when we pitched oh well what movie should we talk about yeah. next when we're all together again and i was just like well this is something that i love and i know it's <laughs> a, i know it's considered a good movie so yeah. let's do let's this do one uh, that's that's what i like about bringing you in and bring other people in that we just get to talk about their favorite movies and, <laughs> and sort of see how other people like perceive these movies yeah uh what's the score uh, the score was a 72% from the the tomato meter and an 86% from the audience meter. Okay. So, yeah. That sounds about right. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Uh, you shouldn't. Because no. they rate, I can't remember what movie I saw got rated 80 fucking percent, but I was like, that movie's 100% does not deserve that rating. I remember. It's the, uh, have you guys ever watched Tag? No. No. Tag is this, um, it's, is it? Is it, I think it's Japanese. It's a Japanese mm-hmm. like gore film, okay. right? Don't watch it. 
It's uh-huh. fucking just riddled with fan service, terrible writing. Right. It, it, literally, you're just there to see schoolgirls get their skirts blown up. It's, it's live action anime. Their torsos cut off. And yeah, it was just it 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 was I I don't. It's in the same league as all of those um, Netflix anime yeah. uh, to live action films. Yep. Like if not worse like if it, it just imagine that level and then worse and Rotten Tomatoes give it 80 fucking percent like are you kidding me I gotta see this movie. Same. Like people are getting cut in half. Like the the reviews are this, a rioting, baffling mess that succeeds at being entertaining by continually leaning on its own madness. So it's like it's apparently a complete mess. But like mm-hmm. I gotta see that. And like I read I, re- I read those same reviews too because yeah. what you just said I was just like leaning in on it. Yeah, its own madness of like fucking yeah. just because there's a thin line of when you're so absurd that you kind of yeah. just you can ride your absurdity to the end yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Well, definitely did that and like what there was there was one there and it was just like it was a beautiful piece where it examined the social the social issues with like the patriarchy or whatever uh, against women it was just like i was like uh, i mean like i can see where you got that from but that was not a great way to do that okay (laughs) I, I'm sorry. I don't trust Orion Tomatoes. I, I think they're absolute rubbish at this yeah, point. We had like a number of episodes no. just going in on those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very fair. Yeah. Don't review my movie, Rotten Tomatoes. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> tomato. tomato. <laughs> I was thinking of the tomato. Yeah, potato, tomato. You know. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> People give me shit about saying um, salmon. It's, salmon. it's fucking it's salmon. salmon. It's, it's got salmon. a fucking L. It has an L. Salmon. salmon. It's got a fucking L. Are we? Do we need Why to go over it? We're like salmon. Why? Like, no, it's salmon. Like no, it's it's knife. It's, <laughs> it's got a fucking K I, in front. It's knife. I, I fuck, I'm fucking <laughs> okay. against that shit it's too. It's pronounced knife. If you, if, why is the <laughs> K silent? Exactly. You need the N. That's yeah. all you need. I understand. You don't yeah. need the L in salmon. You no. don't need the K in knife. You don't. Need you don't it. need the the P in pterodactyl. No. Don't need it. Do you need? Do you, do you need the P in pneumonia? No. Don't need. That's what I'm saying. No. You, don't, you don't need them, but it's just like they're there. I don't know. The only. The only. Like why? Why? Yep. Who wrote these words? Like, yep. yep. Linguist. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, that's it for today's episode on the Fifth Element. We're gonna cut. We're gonna come right back to TV and movie premieres. Hey. People that say salmon, fuck themselves. Yeah. No. Thank you. Salmon. Thank you. It's salmon. Salmon. It's salmon. Salmon. Moose and goose. Salmon. Same word, except like, for one letter. Salmon. Hold on, but why, so why, why would the L shouldn't even be there, is what I'm saying. That's no, what no, I'm so, saying. If, yeah, so if, why are you pronouncing it salmon? Because no. the L is there. Because That's the why I'm pronouncing, what the fuck is happening right now? What? No, I'm saying that because if you chose to write the word salmon. Why don't salmon, you pronounce it knife then? Because that sounds stupid. What? Okay, <laughs> all right, that's, that's enough then. Like, there's no logic to this. No, it's just personal no, what right, sounds good no or bad to you. I'm going by logic. Like, here's, the, here's the thing. If you're going to tell me yeah. that it's salmon, why the fuck? Is there a nail there? Yes. Is there there a nail there? Yeah. You're going to tell me that it's not knife. Why is there a K there? Yeah. But I don't want to say knife. Because you I, sound like an idiot. Because I sound like, like an ass. At least when you say it's, salmon, it's you sound more like... I hate know. the fact that it's there, but salmon is a good one to bring up mm. because it doesn't sound fucking stupid when you say uh, it. But if you tell like, someone it's knife, they're going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't, you don't feel like it's a little bit pretentious when someone is like salmon? 
Oh, everyone gives me that look when I say yeah. salmon. So, oh, I love and, salmon. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's how I feel. It's like, well, that's the reason I don't say salmon, even though the L is there. Because I'm like, I feel like a pretentious, like, no. douchebag. Like, y'all have the salmon with the rice peel Wait, off. Are you, a, are you a pecan <laughs> or pecan person? Don't don't get me into pecan. this. Because, because I, I think first episode, I, I did not this. It's pecan. It's, it's not pecan. It's, it's, it's pecan. It's pecan. It is, and, you know, and you know why? Why? You know why it's pecan? Like, when the A... It's like when you look at it in the dictionary with the way that the sure. A is, it's like the same thing with pecan is the same thing in the word can't. It's yeah. pronounced as an an. So unless you're going to be saying can't, unless you're, unless you're going to be, you know what I'm saying, using the A like that, then you're wrong. Yeah. No, you know? you, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's Same thing pecan. with caramel. Same thing with caramel. You can call it caramel, but that's not the pronunciation, pronunciation of it. Well, you know I've been saying pecan and caramel my whole I was life. I'm saying, but it, it's not right. It's but not it, right. But it's fine. This is a, but do, I, you, do you say can't? No, 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 I can't. I wish I could though. I can't do it. Because then that would mean I have a British accent, and I I've always wanted a British. I mean, accent. you might as well because you have a pecan, and then you, you can't do it. And <laughs> <laughs> there are two words that I fucking hate. How everyone pronounces them in America. All right. Uh, pedophile. Oh, how people pedophile, always say yeah. that it's pedophile. Mm. It's fucking pedophile. I prefer pedophile. It's pedophile. How about aluminium? Uh, al- al- aluminum? Aluminum. It's, I'm fine with either one of okay. them. But no. pedophile sounds fucking ridiculous. Schedule? It's pedophile. I like schedule. Schedule. Say schedule. the aluminum thing again. Aluminium? Aluminium. 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 Yeah. Aluminium. Aluminium. In Spanish, it's more closer to the British pronunciation because yeah. I've always said aluminium. Yeah. Um, Same in the Philippines. Everyone get corrected. The other word I like that it. I hate, apart from pedophile, mm. uh, it's uh, Worcestershire. Mm. People have such a Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire. Worcestershire. The sauce. The brown sauce. Give me the Worcestershire. Not A one. What A one is made of? If you have trouble saying this word, say it with me. Oh no. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I wish. Like I worked at a restaurant at a steak restaurant, and I've heard this word butchered. So, so many, many times. times. It's not like, a hard word. Like they just call it um the actual name of it's like P and Lemony, whatever the name yeah. of it is. It's like instead of saying Worcestershire, like I can't even say that shit. Like yeah, I could I, if I, I tried, think. but I would I'd rather just Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> take, take the marbles out of your mouth. <laughs> the rice. <laughs> rice and marbles so like future. <laughs> Worcestershire. Give me that Worcestershire sauce, please. Eh. Fuck you and it's pedophile. Not pedophile. That's all I have to say. What, what, what about garage? Uh, uh, garage. I like garage a lot better than garage. Yes. Like, and, and I would also like some privacy. What about privacy. Tar-J? Pri- privacy. Yeah. That's fucking, that gets on my tits. It's Target. There's not no need for Target. <laughs> um, but privacy is one that I also like. Mm. I, I, advertisement versus advertisement. Yeah. I like advertisement, advertisement a lot better. Advertisement sounds like uh, Color is spelled with a fucking U. U. It is not. And not color. an O. It is not. It is spelled with an U. Why? It's spelled because that changes like. Color, color. Like, that color makes it a short O sound, mm-hmm. and it sounds different than color, like color, 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 color versus color. Yeah, color, color versus color. color. I just think the U makes color? sense. I think the U makes sense. It, it changes color. the word though. It changes the way you even say the word. Yeah, because c- color is not, not a, color. I think more than you. It's a color. long sound at mm-hmm. the end. Color, color, yeah. color. You know, it's a long sound. Color, color. O just stops color. the word quick. Color. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, Same with favor. Uh, favorite goes in F-A-V-O-R. You. And then Phoenix is spelled P-H-E-O-N-I-X and not P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Fuck you. 
Mm. That's just that's just my that's just my gripe with the English language. Right. I fucking hate it. And the Oxford comic can go fuck itself. That's your gripe Hot with takes. the English language. Oh. <laughs> what? I said that's your gripe with the English language about yeah. the two two two. They they they. Mm. I can they're, handle they're, those. They're there. I'm just like, oh, I can handle those fine. But they're annoying. But they're annoying when you keep seeing people misuse them. English is bullshit, man. That's I don't I don't I don't like if if you read something that's spelled R E A D. And if you do that in the past tense, yeah, Yeah. it's the same thing. So when you're reading it, it's like, what the fuck? Like, I have to double back all the time, read, read. What if you you read a book that you have previously... Read. Yeah, like, what if you read a red book that you've previously read? Read a red book. Read read a red book, like the color red? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or a a book book that's already been read. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's orange. Is it a book (laughs) that's read? Or is it a book that's been previously read? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Someone write it down. Someone needs and, to write this down. And my last one, yeah. uh, <laughs> goose and moose are the same fucking word except for the first letter. GM, so, yeah. So why? They spell differently? No, no, no. They're the same word. They're the same word. Are you talking about? Moose and then goose. Yeah. Literally the same Take word. Take the G and the M. Yeah. Just switch them out. Yeah. Okay. So why the fuck are goose, geese, and moose, moose? <laughs> it's meese. It's fucking meese. But mice are meese. Yeah. No, are mice not, are mice. The, what, what are Mises? Mises? The fuck's a Mises? I think that's just something we came up with in kindergarten. We played this game called I Hate Mises to Pieces. Yeah, that's probably something we came up with. That's <laughs> <Yeah. not> <laughs> <laughs> Hate to break it to you, dude. Where did like, you go to kindergarten? I was saying, like, I, I never even thought about what a Mises would be, but that was the name of the game, I Hate Mises to Pieces. would yeah. be the plural of moose. But, and mm. then people try to argue that they're different, like, origins from language. Like, one of them's Latin, the other one's Germanic. Mm. I don't give a fuck. It's in the same language. You fucking fix one of them. Right. One of them's fucked up. Moose, mees, or, or all goose are goose, mm. or all meeses are now, or all meeses are mees. That's okay. It. That's it. Gonna right. cut to the... Well, I like gooses you know, and geese. Yeah. This cool with geese, Moose and mees. Yeah. I think Mises yeah. just makes him cuter. I, I think so too. It works. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this shit before I go on another end. <laughs> and we'll be back with television. It'll be a nice little gift for them <laughs> at the end of the television. God damn it. And welcome back. Television and movie premieres. All right. Uh, this week, television and movie premieres for the week of Tuesday, February the 27th through Monday, March the 5th. Uh, this is the shortest week in television and movies that I've seen here in our time at Four Film City. Didn't we have one time where it was just like one movie? There's like this, this This time, there's only one movie and one show. Are you serious? Yeah. What the fuck? Ouch. Yeah. But thankfully, we did like an hour and a half in our, our body and our opening. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so we did quite all right. Yeah. Um, the, the first and only television show that's coming back on Thursday, March the 1st, Atlanta. <gasps> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You're going to have to oh, fix that one. On the, sorry. On the <laughs> the, um, it's a comedy on FX. It's going to be coming back on Thursday at 10 p.m. Uh, subtitled Robin Season, the delayed second season of Donald Glover's highly acclaimed FX comedy series finally kicks off its yeah. 11th episode, episode run on Thursday. Um, like I said, it's... This was the first one? Hmm? How many episodes was the first? The first season, um, probably like eight or nine, I think, right. somewhere around there. Did you catch that episode? I think that whole moose meese thing. Fucked <laughs> <up>. <laughs> the um, with the, the tagline is um, it says Atlanta Robin season, mm-hmm. and with the trailer, they have a one minute trailer out there right now, and then just have them out there with people getting robbed, and uh, they talking about yeah, people out here robbing. You know, it's Robin season. People got to get got to get it, mm-hmm. and that's what the trailer is. But listening to what Donald Glover was talking about while they were filming season one. 
of Atlanta. He said that whenever he does get to season two, if they get renewed, then he wanted to focus on a female's perspective because Atlanta is driven by black women, which is 100% true. So with this being called Robin season, I believe that it's a play on words and his girlfriend's name is Robin. So it's just more specifically is it's Robin's season. Oh, sick! Yeah. That's gonna be really. That's gonna be really cool to see. And you know, she as an actress is just blown She's in up. She's in the new Deadpool. Yeah, new Deadpool. Yeah. She was in that Netflix that original Easy. Um, what else? I, I remember seeing her in like one other thing too, but like, yeah, she's really blowing up. And I mean, I am absolutely okay with that. She's oh yeah. So she's like really talented, and I think it's cool that she has the ability to play different kinds of characters, but still, like, have that sort of chill vibe type, you know, to be right. there about it. She's like, got a gun and archetype, but she can play a lot of the things. Yeah. yeah. Her name is uh, Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats? Yeah, she's in the new uh, Deadpool 2, a movie called Geostorm that came out last year, Atlanta, and a show called Easy. That movie, Geostorm, was, like, the least... Like the most unfortunately timed movie of all time. <laughs> it hit right around the hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico and Texas. Yeah. It's kind of like with the uh, Damian Wayans Jr. and uh, Jake Johnson Let's Be Cops right at the same time when the police brutality was coming yep. out. I guess bad timing. Yeah, horrible timing. <laughs> yeah. Sucks for them. Might, might have been a good movie, but no one went to see him. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's Thursday, March the 1st. Atlanta is going to be coming back. So uh, definitely yeah. check that out. I mean, for having like a one te- telly show and one movie, that's mm. a good telly show to have coming out. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, so, so if you don't watch anything well, this week, watch that. Her performance in Easy is really good too. Like, I've seen that. Uh, you have or you no, haven't? haven't? I was in that Netflix original. Oh, I got something for you. All right. So the last time that you were on, you were you were trying to t- get us to watch. Um, uh, End of the fucking world. End of the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you heard these episodes yet? <laughs> Have I? Have I? That, oh, uh, no, I have not. I have not. So you, what episode was that? Was uh, she on? She like 101, uh, something like that? Something, something like 101. Yeah. It, was the, it was the Adam Sandler one. But yeah. Yeah, Adam Sandler. So you, you told us to watch. It was like neither one has ever seen it. So you described it to Brian that, that <laughs> the guy the, the, um, from the pedophile episode from, um, Black, from Black Mirror. <laughs> like you described all of that. And then Sam Setzer came on like last week or the week before. <laughs> and he did the exact same thing that you did. <laughs> and Brian responded to him the exact same way that he responded to you. He was like, oh, I've never seen that. I've never heard of that. Oh, the guy from Black Mirror? Oh, I didn't know about that. And I was like, what the fuck? I listen, I, I heard the clips. Chris sent me the link. I sent the exact clip because I'm like, I'm not just trying to be a, a dickhead right now. Like, literally the exact same way. Explain the exact same way. It was literally the same conversation. Wow. And I had no fucking I did it first. <laughs> but, but I seen it. But, well, the point was I seen it. I seen it. It was you really did? good. Yeah. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Really cool. fuck with I it. I saw a couple of episodes and I really, not a couple, I saw like parts of an episode. Yeah. Because uh, Sage invited me over to his place. He was making Lego lamb. Oh, nice. It's fucking delicious. Hell yeah. And uh, that was playing in the background. It looks Yo, really good. It I've is. been yeah. seeing Sage's yeah. posts about food. He's been going off. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, let me come through. Sage will like, get his dick sucked. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's what yeah. I told him. Yeah. I tasted the Lego lamb and I felt like if you weren't straight, I'd totally <laughs> fuck you right now. Well, that was so <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I said. I tasted. I was like, you tasted what? I ta- after I tasted <laughs> his dick. <laughs> it was like, that one escalated real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Sage is doing, doing well for himself. Shout yeah. out to Sage. Hope he's still yeah, listening out there. Yeah, go Sage. Congratulations. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the last one. Oh, yeah, he got accepted into the in, science school, in state? by the way. Yeah. yeah. Hell so yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Shout out to Does him. Does he still oh, listen to the podcast? Shout out to Jasmine, too. Another listener. She got accepted uh, to state. Also, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. She went for... What, what is she in? She, architecture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I met Blair. 
Really? Clear like nice? I, yeah. yeah. Right. What did you I mean? Did. Um, so my job, we do this thing called MSA Banquets. MSAs are master sales mm-hmm. agents. Yeah. So it's exclusive to them. And she's dating someone who works for Red Ventures in oh, MSA. Yeah. And like, I kept looking at her and I was like, she looks so familiar. And then mm. she went up stage to sing um, Tenderness. Yeah. And I was just like, that voice. <laughs> that voice I know for a fact belongs to Blair from that episode of our films like, yeah. and I just like came up to her and I was just like hi hey I don't mean to be weird but you were on four films sake weren't you she was like oh yeah you listened to that like, ah. that's funny that makes me happy shout yeah. out to you Blair there you go. that's really cool Anyway, I wouldn't interrupt anyway. <laughs> I interrupted like five times. Right, that, that, that was that was it for uh, for for television. And there's only one movie that's coming out, and it's a Jennifer Lawrence and Francis Lawrence movie. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Francis called Francis Lawrence. That's the director's name. Oh, yeah. I don't no know relation. If, no relation. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the name of the movie is Red Sparrow. It's rated R, 139 minute runtime. It's a mystery thriller. Uh, the rundown is a ballerina is recruited to Sparrow School, a Russian intelligence service where she is forced to use her body as a weapon. But her first mission, targeting a CIA agent, threatens to unravel the security of both nations. Oh, so Black Widow. Okay. Black Widow? <laughs> it's a Black Widow movie. Yeah, Black oh, Widow was yeah. traditionally That's literally trained. her background, sorry. Oh, it was oh. traditionally trained in a ballet, ballerina school. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know anything about She got kidnapped from ballerina school and got, got forced into being a Russian spy. What the fuck? No, yeah. no, no, no. Remember, so it was like she, it, it, the ballerina school also doubled as Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, so not training. So, but they're just biting pretty hard, is what it sounds like. Pretty much. Pretty much. Seems they're, very They're right similar. next to each other. Yeah. yeah. So if you want a black spa- like a Black Widow movie, uh, I feel like. <laughs> well, there is a Marvel character though, because you guys remember Marvel Nemesis, the video game. Yes. Yeah, there was that ballerina chick who was like cyborg, uh, and like fuck, half cyborg, and she was just like she was my favorite character to play. Mm. But um, like they had those like nifty little like comic cutscenes and mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. Well. Like her story was that she was a ballerina mm. who uh, was then like gone to a really bad car accident to where her legs got all fucked up, yeah. and then so they gave her bionic legs, and it w- turned out the car accident was a setup because her parents were part of like gang shit, and so whole she lot was of gang shit, yeah. gang gang, <laughs> gang gang. <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> and so like yeah, so she. Uh, turned her bionic ballerina legs into weapons. I think. I mean, I think the idea of like some, some uh, ballerinas being like badass, like. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a pretty basic idea, but that is that is like except for one fact, literally a Black Widow. Movie. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I'm interested in that. Uh, it actually like the marketing for the movie has been pushed on us pretty fucking hard. If you don't have ad block on YouTube, yeah. Every fucking ad is from this fucking movie for the last like week and a half. What Red Sparrow? Yeah. Okay. And I've been seeing so much of this goddamn trailer. Yeah. I don't want to watch the fucking movie. I hate when someone pushes the trailer down my throat. I don't want to watch. I agree. I feel I feel so removed from that because like I I, for some reason I just don't run into advertisements as much as like a lot of people I talk to. You got YouTube red? YouTube red? No, I don't. I don't think I I just for some reason on YouTube I always get like Google commercials Mm. or like just cell phone commercials or Mm. shit like that. And then on Facebook, I mean. 
I don't know. Advertisements aren't that bad. Instagram, I get a lot of fashion advertisements. It's just you probably watch uh, like a lot of different things from us because the algorithm, do you, uh, you, the algorithm results for you are probably a lot different because I'm always like googling film shit True. and like camera equipment and all that shit. Fair. So I get adver- ad- advertisements for like Black Magic and fucking movies and everything, and it yeah. drives okay. me fucking mental because trailers are a minute and a goddamn half. What's Black um, Magic? Uh, camera. Camera. Oh, okay. Camera. I was gonna say, are you in yeah. a in the occult what's up I got a question I asked Brian about this a couple of weeks ago about um, pictures how do you feel about someone taking your picture like now now when I say that it's just some random person you didn't ask like you, you're, when you walk out to your car after this and you go in your car and then somebody just walks by puts their, their camera out snaps your picture and then just continues to walk yo that happened last night really <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> sorry that is such a weird hypothetical for me that I never expected <laughs> that exact so like I was walking my friend back to her car mm-hmm. cause you know we just we were at Snug Harbor we watched a show yeah. um, and so I walked her back to her car and we were just talking a little bit mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like I see a camera flash and these two guys walking by and yeah. I'm just like the fuck well if you're gonna <laughs> fucking take a picture take a picture with us in it together like yeah. what the fuck so I ran up there and was like you wanna take a picture let's take a picture I took his camera and I snapped the picture of us both together and then yeah. he was just like oh right I was like but he sounds like such a, like a douchey white boy from that scene. he is exactly, <laughs> exactly that, that. he uh, <laughs> Spot on, friend. Um, So, like, if that were to happen, you know, and we, it, 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 that was easy to play off of because, you know, you're coming from a bar, we're drunk, Mm. whatever. People are all in that, like, giddy mood. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do anything, like, sexually inappropriate or anything like that. But then, like, for example, if I were to walk out to my car, broad daylight in your neighborhood Mm. where there's not a lot of people walking around Mm. and then there's just happens to be someone that's like picture and then walks away i'd be freaked the fuck out i'd be like who the hello yeah hi it's not even like the freaking out part about it it's like for me it's like i feel like i have ownership over myself and the way that i look at every moment in the day and that if you take something from me without asking that's where i have the problem you know like i I understand like what you were saying earlier with um coming back from the bar and like say if you're just walking around you're not expecting a picture and now they have an image of you that is super unflattering that is just owned for the world to do anything that they want with it even if it just gets immediately deleted that is something that you owned and now they own that's you know so if you and if you're saying like you just want to be a generous person it was like hey ho- okay you took that from me but i'm willing to give you something better I'm like mm-hmm. okay i can i can understand that but i guess what i'm getting into is like the value of owning something that mm-hmm. people don't feel like is an actual thing mm-hmm. you know it's like this this is my image this is my you can't just take this from me without my yeah. permission it's I guess that's an I'm episode saying. in atlanta really yeah what? oh no yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah, that yeah. T- taz tan, tan the um the rapper the, yeah. Well, no. So it was that like the that like racially ambiguous guy that you weren't sure what he, yeah if he what his job really was and mm. it turns out he was a pizza guy who's just a YouTube whore. Oh yeah. And then he was like you know creeper pics of yep. him taking his trash out yep. and yep. you know exactly. he literally and then he literally did what you said he would yeah. and turned that into like a you know. Yeah. A shaming. You can do a whole thing, thing with it. I gotta, exactly. watch, I gotta watch Atlanta. That shit looks shit on swat. Yeah, and it's just like there's no laws to protect that. And I yeah. doubt we're like hundreds of years away from that. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's like you, you can. I take mean, my- there there are probably like like laws against and like photography taken without consent. I just a lot of the time there it doesn't are. go to court. 
Yeah. Um, because like they they usually go to court when it's just like like non consensual pornography being produced. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, yeah. I mean yeah. there is a there. I think there are laws on that mm-hmm. though. Um, that's why you have to sign video release forms mm-hmm. and other shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So. It's just a lot of times they don't go to court. No. Because it's such no. a fucking annoying process. Yeah. It is. Um, but I also I I, I don't know, I'm a photographer. I like taking like 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 shots of people yeah. and they don't know that I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm like r- right in the middle of you, man. I'm just like, eh, it's weird. Yeah. But I never take them with the intent to be weird. I just no. think it's a nice portrait, so I just snap. Oh it. no, I, I do the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's just like just being as a selfish person. I'm just like, if you if I know that you took something from me, yeah. I'm a weird. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like the thought of having something taken from me against my will. <laughs> I feel that. You know, like yeah. seriously, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of in the movie that we're talking about with Fifth Element, I forgot what she said in the language that she said it, but when uh, Bruce Willis went to kiss her, it cocked something, and Uh, and then he was like, what does that mean? Eknot Gatmat, I think, something like that. Eknot Gamma. And he was like, what does that mean? It's like, never without my permission. Right. You know, and it's just like, that's where I'm going at. It's just like, okay, what you're wanted to do is like, take my picture. If you wanted to give me a kiss, then I might have been willing to do that had you, you know, come to me and ask me about it. Then like, sure, fine, this isn't a big deal, fine. You know, but it's just having something forcible taken you know and i don't know no i i I, I feel you i know where you're coming from did you did that happen to you though did someone take a picture of you is that why no i was i'm writing a uh a short that's and i just got into that it was a a lady this kind of like a farce like uh, i was telling brian about it a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. Uh, the lady's walking down the down the street or walking down the sidewalk and she has her purse and she's being all pretty and and everything she's walking down and then uh, some guy he comes up and flashes and takes a picture and then runs off and they're just like oh my god oh Somebody stop that man! Somebody stop him! And then a guy runs up. He's like, "Oh my God! Where? where which way? This way?" He's like, what, "What did he take? What did he take? Did he take your purse?" He's like, "No, no, no! What, what did he take? My picture!" <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck? Fuck out of here!" And just no respect for that lady whatsoever. Yeah. It's like she's feeling like affronted, like something was taken yeah. from her, and but the world doesn't see it as that. You know, so like I'm saying, it's a farce, it's a comedy type thing, but it's just like the idea that I believe that that is a thing that is being taken. Like, but anyway, yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy that concept. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting concept in general. Yeah. I uh, listen. I'm about ready doing this. Yeah, yeah we, we're good. Ready? I think we're, we're good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me back, guys. Fuck yeah. yeah. Never again. Th- thanks for being <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you say that every single time, and then somehow I end up on at least one episode. You know what the funny thing months. is? Yeah. It's also not me, the one that tries to bring you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all the front, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we do when we're on my... No, it actually carries on. Say last time was the well. last time, but this time it's the actual last time. <laughs> so. I'm going to bring you in just as a fight. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's why I do keep coming in because you are just trying to spite him yeah you know that would make sense i enjoy it i'm into it anyway very consistent uh thank you guys for listening uh you can find us on twitter at underscore the ffs podcast you can find us on facebook uh and you can find us on facebook at the ffs podcast you can find us on google play music app itunes podcast app stitcher and soundcloud under the name for film's sake and my personal Twitter handle is at Brian Archilla. I'm at T-H-A underscore V-O-N-Z. Hey. hey. And Lauren, and then, anything you want to put? Yeah, you, you can find me on Insta um, at Lil Pandy Bird. That's L-I-L-P-A-N-D-Y-B-U-R-R, like Gucci Burr. Um, and as per the usual, my friends, since... You know, this has been a thing. I'll just ride the uh, I'll just ride the wave and yeah, uh, say wave. Wakanda forever. Yeah, I like that. Fair enough. I can do. I can. I can do with that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>